Yeah, you know? no. And even that, like, because there's, like, towards the end, ter- there's actually... No, hold on. I'm going to put on lights. It's so fucking dark in here. <laughs> you are very slowly, like, becoming one with the darkness. Oh. Oh, wow. The lights are on. I'm editing this. Which I can't convey in a audio... <laughs> Um, medium. And Rita will never know what I said until she edits the podcast. Oh my god, what did you leave me? Um, a treat. Oh my god. <laughs> no, I didn't. Um, <clears throat> just a shit on my pillow. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it sounds like. I left you a treat. <laughs> I shot on your pillow. Um, um and be- yeah, I had a point. Yeah, go ahead. Or which one of us had a point? Um, I was about to say that. Which character are you, um... Um, we didn't even start as? the podcast. <laughs> How rude of you! Hey we? guys, welcome to Swamp It Up, the podcast Hi. in which we, <laughs> in which we, uh, compare movies to the best two movies in the world, which is Shark One and Shark Two, the Shark Cinematic Universe, as we call it. I'm Molly. I'm Rena, and um, we're your hosts of the podcast. Right? <laughs> I don't, who knows anymore? Are we recording? I, I might be dreaming this. Can't be sure. <laughs> Rita is all in a different plane of existence. Mm-hmm. Um, which leads us to the segment of what character do you feel like today? Because <laughs> I feel like that's a difficult one for you to answer. <laughs> yeah. Give me a minute. <laughs> <laughs> As you slowly fall asleep. I'm, um... Aren't you just Fiona sh- in the castle when she's I don't asleep? think she's... Sli- like, but does she sleep the whole time or is she just living there? Well, that's... That is a question that is not answered because when yeah. you find her in the castle, she... Well, Shrek, sorry, not you. When yeah. Shrek finds her in the castle, she's, like, asleep and she, like, purses her lips like she's sleeping beauty. She's pretending to be asleep. But the picture you see in Lord Farquaad's mirror is that she's awake. Yeah. So we need to watch the film again to like really get the, <laughs> like really like focus on that specific aspect of it. But I mm-hmm. feel like I'm, um, is it, it's Shrek 2 has to be, um, where there's this sleeping beauty. Yeah. And apparently she has like a narcolepsy or something like that. And I'm like, I'm thinking like, I, I think when you have narcolepsy, it's not really that you like, you don't get like good sleep. When yeah. you just like bonk out. So mm-hmm. that's me. <laughs> I'm I'm bonking out, but I'm not having any sleep. You're bonking out. <laughs> How are you coming to the podcast? Um, I've given this thought. I am um Shrek after Fiona has briefly gone with Farquaad to get married alone in his swamp again. Because oh. I've had a this makes it sound like I fought my friends before they left, which is not the case. <laughs> it was just my friends were over and now they're no longer over and now I'm like oh <laughs> they were really good friends uh, back Aww. in the, the, the alone chill I'm not I'm not alone but like 
obviously as somebody who's just moved to a new city, the friends you make here aren't as close as the friends from home and uni. So yeah. right now I'm just like, oh, there go the friends that don't um, judge me for all the weird shit, like <laughs> me talking about Mushroom King for because they've, <laughs> they've learned to live with it. They've learned to live internalize it. the judgment. <laughs> They are in too deep to escape now. <laughs> You've actually uh, roped them into thinking about the Mushroom King. I and I'm saying it. this from a personal experience. Because <laughs> I do think about the Mushroom King. I have forced everyone to love the Mushroom King as much as me. Which I think is one of my better achievements. Um, because that way I don't feel guilty, too much guilt, about talking about him all the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, um. Anyway, the film we watched. Yeah, you for should, Yeah, yeah. Why did you week? explain what we watched? <laughs> well, first of all, let me say that it was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought it, it would be fun to watch two films that are the same <laughs> film, <laughs> one after the other. Uh, no. <laughs> I, you said before we started recording, you said that you watched the film, but did you really watch the film? <laughs> and Mari, I watched it two times. I watched it twice in a row. As soon as I finished the film, I was like, fuck, I did not retain anything I just saw. And I put it on again. <laughs> you spent four hours watching it. More than four time. hours. It's so fucking long. And I still, I'm not clear <laughs> what happens. <laughs> Such. <laughs> well, you know what? The mummy indeed does return. The mummy. <laughs> oh yeah, we watched gathered. Mummy Returns, the sequel to the mummy film we watched last week. Um, the reason why it's called The Mummy Returns is because it's. I could have watched Mummy 1 and Mummy 2 and it would have had the same kind of experience as watching Mummy 2 and Mummy 2. <laughs> like, the only addition was that there was a kid and they, learned, oh. they did listen to our first episode and they thought, oh, we do need more, more of the journeying stuff and less of the tomb stuff. Yeah. Yet there was still too much tomb stuff because I just straight up didn't like the tomb. Yeah. Also, I was promised The Rock... I got two scenes of The Rock. I thought it was a fucking cop-out. I understand this was before he was, like... I believe he was still a wrestler at this time. Yeah. It wasn't, like, he was, like, as big as he is now. But I wanted more Rock and less of the fucking boy. But we'll get into that. No, but <laughs> just even before I recap the plot that I do remember, which will be fun. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> that will be an entire comedy part on its own. Um, imagine that Rock played Scorpio King. Scorpion King. Whatever the fuck it's called. Um, Scorpio King. He's the, he's the Scorpio oh, the King. He can't wait for... Um, the Rock Star. October, sign. November to c- celebrate his real day as the Scorpio King. He's a Taurus. Oh. Yeah. I see Well, that. whatever. That's what he's called um, but based on the appearance in Mummy 2, Mummy 2 Furious, no, <laughs> something like that. Too Mummy 2 Furious. Um, he got a s- spin-off? 
<laughs> Based on this performance, he got a spin-off worth of two films. <laughs> Wait, there are two How? Scorpion fil- I'm films? I'm pretty sure. Oh I don't want to check. I hope I'm I get this check. right. Oh, okay. I don't want there to be so many movies, because you know what I realized? The first one was fun. The second was mediocre. There's no way any of the others can be any better. Nah. Well, while you're fact checking my um, Scorpio King shit, <laughs> um, the Scorpio plot King. for Mummy Two, Mummy Returns is: Have you seen Mummy One? <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. Wait. There is there... a second movie. It's direct to video, which oh. is a sentence that doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> Directly amazing. VHS, the Scorpion King 2, Rise of a Warrior. <sighs> oh, I'm just, I need to shake out of this. Um, the plot to Mummy 2 is... There's Evie and O'Connell and, and Jonathan, the characters we all love and know from the first <laughs> film. And now they've added a third annoying character. No, a fourth annoying character, which is a fucking child of... Evie and O'Connell's and they fuck shit up somewhere in Egypt as they do and they come back to England and the boy decides that holding a sacred bracelet is a good thing like he, he should do it when no one's watching <laughs> and then the bracelet gets attached to his arms and gives him like these hologram views of Egypt <laughs> ye old Egypt and it's essentially then there's like um, what do you call it? Um, what are those uh, VR uh, headsets? Virtual reality headsets. Yeah. Exactly, that's what it is. There's this people who try to bring back the bad mummy, and they somehow find out that the boy has the bracelet, which is somehow important to something. I don't know, but they want the fucking bracelet, and it helps to bring back to... the Scorpion King, right? I don't know if they want or the Scorpion Anubis? King or... Do they want the, like, army of Anubis? I don't know. Do they, like, want specifically Scorpion King? I don't know, because there's a lot of factors, and they're all very loose from each other. Nothing is spent too, like, too much time on, so it's, like, kind of... Yeah. You're just, like... By the time you start questioning it, you're like, wait, huh? How does this go? It's like, oh, no, 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 no. We're already on to the next part. Don't worry, don't worry. You don't need this information. But anyway... Shit happens. They travel. They take a weird flying ship. Where did that come from? No one knows. Um, turns out um, Evie is apparently has in her previous life. She was the Queen Nefertiti. <laughs> I thought she was the descendant off of like someone else, and then it turned out it was a whole different thing. And I was like, and what? She, n- n- she gets she visions. Has visions. <laughs> She has visions now, and she finds something about the... Um, oh, that doesn't, like, have anything to do with anything that she sees the two ye old Egyptians um, having an affair. It doesn't really... We don't do anything with that information. They just show uh-huh. it. Which is uh-huh. actually, now that I'm thinking about it, weird. Anyway, yeah, there's... I don't know. <laughs> they go to a weird temple place, which is, like... This oasis thing. And Evie dies. 
but then she, her son, her idiot annoying son, <laughs> knows hieroglyphs and is able to just, you know, bring her back to life as one does. And during that time, O'Connell has like a very angst man battle with Scorpion King. Oh, God, yeah. At least he's invisible, doesn't he? <laughs> where he's like, I have to kill him. By the way, there's a whole side plot where he he's like one of the fucking. Um, oh, yeah, some sort of like a secret organ. Medai. Yeah. And it's like, he has this tattoo, which I don't believe he had in the previous movie. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he doesn't, no. Also, <laughs> so that silly. I noticed the tattoo, because they established the tattoo, like, in the first, I, I want to say half an hour, but time is meaningless yeah. in this film. <laughs> um, and it's like, uh, when I started watching it the second time, I was like, hold on, what's this shit about a tattoo? <laughs> I had completely missed the secret organization during the first watch. Um, I was under the assumption the entire movie would be about the secret organization, and then because I was like, "Oh, the tattoo—that's an important thing," and, and then they it's were not. like, "Not." <laughs> so like, my reading the of tattoo. the film was okay because I I I watched the first film without any <laughs> any like notion of a secret organization that he might belong to. Exactly, and I, that was yeah, fine. You did the right thing. Yeah, yeah. And in the end, everyone's alive. They go back to England. The end. Um. They leave Arda in the desert oh, for like, yeah. no reason. They're like the only valid character in this film, and they just the fucking leave him on a horse like, in the middle of like, all the sand. Bye. You're from the. You're from here. You'll figure out how to get out of the fucking <laughs> massive goddamn desert. It was so. Just let him onto your airship, you asshole. Just let him onto your fucking Give him a mystical ride airship back to Cairo or something. <laughs> Anyway, um, we have six sections in which we rate um, our movie with, and the categories are story, characters, setting, soundtrack, moral, and studio lore. We give each section a grade, and then the um, average of that, all those grades together, will give us the final score. And to start us off, we will kick it off with story. Oh, you're sounding too peppy for this. <laughs> I'm finally getting the burst of energy you get after... <sighs> um, Eating a nice snack and doing like minimal the, exercise. The the um, like famous runners high. The run <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna crash in about twenty minutes, so I'm getting inside while I can. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I like you made no notes because the entire time I was like, it's the same movie as the it's last. The same one, movie. Only there's less more Americans. pit stops. Yeah. Sorry. More kids. More less pit Americans. Sto- and pit more... stops like they had the like little like yes. Like they went from like temple to temple to temple for no reason. Well, this is my argument. They listened to me. They listened to us. Sorry. Yeah. In which we said the location was not fluid enough in the last film to be shark-like, and this time they were like, "Oh, we heard the podcast in the future, and we're going to um, fix this issue by actually traveling around a little bit more and going to more interesting stops and only having the last." 45 half hour ish bit for the tube. And but I it doesn't count. They did that. It doesn't count as more interesting stops when they spend like 0.4 seconds in it and then they move on to the next one. <laughs> that's true. Well, that's the other thing. They go Blinky, to places, you miss it. But don't explain anything. <laughs> They're like, oh, you know these five different storylines? 
oh, you, you're invested in one of these six different storylines going on at the same time? Well, sucks to be you, because we're going to spend about three seconds on everyone and then leave. <laughs> and we're going to introduce compelling characters and then ignore them. Like Izzy, who I really liked it, it, and was yeah. in two scenes. <laughs> and, like, the places they go to, they go to the Karnak Temple, which is which I've I've been to. I I've oh, visited well. the Karnak Temple. Really? Yes, I have. <clears throat> um, but I feel like it's a bit of a more substantial historical place than like actually like thirty seconds and then we're out. <laughs> yeah. That seems to be the case in a lot of this. Like, while Shrek has a lot of locations, each location has so much meaning. Okay, it's not um, just it like a weird travel MacGuffin element. hunt. Yeah. Sorry? It's not like a weird MacGuffin hunt. No, exactly. Um, there, there seems to be so much more purpose. And this seemed to be like, oh, well, we have to do better than last time. And then they still proceed to not make it entertaining. <laughs> it's so disjointed. That's the issue as well. Like Shrek has a... Um, Shrek is so much like... Uh, um, drive motivation and i guess you have the motivation here because first first evie gets kidnapped then the kid gets kidnapped then evie so you keep having the the motive but it yeah. feels so disjointed because the entire plot is completely disjointed yeah like i'm i'm trying to think like wh what kind of like plots do we have and it doesn't make any sense like none of them like really add to anything well here's the thing I was reading the plot because I didn't understand the movie I'd watched when I watched it. And yeah, they didn't make it clear that the like that there was a cult. It wasn't clear that it was a cult. I understood that like that like Lochna they all had matching. Who is a cult? It wasn't the the everyone in the red robes. Oh, like a cult. See, this is what I mean. They don't make that clear at all. I just thought they were like rich people bullshitting. Like, you know, just, <laughs> but not like under the, like, just, you know, no, they, they were like less like indoctrinated and more like, let's just have fun, desecrate yeah. some tombs. No, exactly. So you had that going on. And again, and this was my, I can't remember if we critiqued it with the last movie or with a movie we've done previously, but the stakes are insane. The stakes yeah. are so high. <laughs> like... <laughs> they're like, oh, the entire world is going to fucking explode because of this. Like, you could yeah. make the stakes so much lower and still interesting, which is what Shrek does. Because this, the, honestly, the stakes in Shrek are really personal and extremely low. Like, they're not. They're personal actually, happiness. They're per exactly. They're, they're also very person driven, right? Yeah. They're character driven. As opposed to this, which is like, oh, the entire world is literally going to explode and it's not going to. And it's like. And they still don't manage to convey the urgency oh, because of for, it. Oh, for, like, people who just, like, lost their son to kidnappers, Evie and O'Connell are very chill. And that would yeah. be, like, that's, like, one of the most, like, compelling, like, actual points. Like, we, you could make the audience care for the parents yeah. when they try yeah. to find their son. And that is yeah. just, like, a wild hunt in the, like deserts of Egypt yeah. that has no consequences whatsoever. Yeah, literally. There's and they don't seem too, like, sad. Yeah, there's, like, one scene on the airship where they're, like... I think Evie... I literally scoffed at this, because Evie was, like, 
I love Alex. And I was like, yeah. Duh. He's your son. <laughs> you don't have to spell that out. <laughs> like, as the audience, we assume you love your son. Oh. Like, <laughs> it's no Shrek to your too. husband. <laughs> Uh, and, like, I'm thinking of, like, um, the scene in Shrek 2 specifically where they enter the castle and they stop Fiona from... Uh, no, they stop Prince Charming and Fiona kissing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they do kiss. And it's, like, this moment that's so intense, even though, as the audience, like, the stakes, they're entirely, like, Shrek-Fiona. And no one else is really... Inv- well, there's a lot of people involved. But it's yeah. not, like... It's not actually a matter of life or death. No. And still, we're so... On the edge of our seats at that point. Exactly. We're just thinking like, oh, we got here. We went through so much shit to get here. Yeah. And they went through so much shit to get there. Even when Evie died, I was like, oh, whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I was like, she might as well. And I know she's not going to die because you haven't built up the tension enough to make this an actual heartfelt scene. Mm-hmm. Because literally, it's almost the same beats. It's again the stupid book of death, again stupid Imhotep, again the stupid tomb. The only difference is that we have the rock in this one, and that fucking yeah. kid who I hate. <laughs> and somehow the rock is like a, like a bigger bad guy than Imhotep, the original mummy, which makes and you yes, think he's... like, why do we need Imhotep in this? If they were like so fucking keen on having the Scorpion King, why do we need the original mummy? I was thinking, why is it so easy to bring back this guy that's going to destroy the entire world? And why has it only happened twice over the span of, like, what, 10 years? And not the other, like, 2,000, like, years yeah. humans have been doing weird shit on Earth. Why is this not, no, like, a weird, like, Olympics tradition that every four yeah. years someone tries to bring him and we, like, as a nation, vouch uh, for the, like, people who try to, like, stop it? Yeah. This you is know. what I mean with the stakes being too high that it takes you out of the suspense of disbelief. Yeah, but yeah, no. Um, again, I don't know if this is due to me just apparently not watching the movie, <laughs> <laughs> even though I did watch it twice. I don't know if Netflix has any records, but like, I I will ask them to send me them so I have like proof, cert- <laughs> like receipts that I did it. Um, there's like towards the end, or, or I will say one of the false ends, because this film has false beginnings. And this film has false ends. It's so when, six storylines. Um, they finally um, are reunited with Alex, their son, their annoying son. Um, he needs to give the parents this like exposition dialogue thing where he's like, well, I will die if I don't get to the tomb in like yeah, the next oh. couple hours before the sun rises this morning. I need to... Uh, then the parents are like, wait, what? <laughs> it comes as a news to them and apparently as a news to the boy as well because he's like well I just kind of heard maybe it's true I should maybe do this I heard this just offhand and then it's just a mad dash to this tomb or a temple and then they just like reach it just before the sun rises and it's like cool we're fine now and then they're happy again for a second then Evie dies yeah <laughs> what how many stories were they trying to tell? And how did they manage to not tell a single one over the course of two hours and ten minutes? Like, yeah. How did you manage to so supremely 
fuck up. I wanted to see The Rock as a Scorpion King, and I got mm-hmm. nothing. I got nothing I wanted. I guess we yeah. watched the Scorpion King. <laughs> uh, you don't, don't you fucking dare. Don't even. <laughs> I'm not gonna do it. Think about it. Don't um, worry. But like honestly, the like if we actually try to compare this to Shrek to see similarities, traveling question mark journey. That's what I'm saying. Same That's point as last time. Yeah, you got the you got. Yeah. You have an you have an established relationship in this one, much like in Shrek Two. Shrek and Fiona are, are already <laughs> together. You are grasping at straws, <laughs> my trying good, good friend. Um. <laughs> this really. Feels, uh... No wait, actually, one point of transformation because well, there's two like. It's fun how they decided to use their CGI budget in this. Yeah. And they kind of spend it all on the original mummy, I feel. Because he looks quite convincing as much as a film from, like, the early noughties can. Mm-hmm. And then they, like, spend $3 on the Scorpion King himself, The Rock. He looks like he came out of a Madame Tussauds yeah. display. <laughs> but it's so weird, like... If anything, they should have kept the mummy looking the same he did in the first film, because that's what we've used to. That's the that's yeah. the grizzly old bad 3D animation face we know and love at this point. And then <laughs> like spent all the extra money they had for this time around on the Scorpion King. Yeah. But I had a story point here. Oh yeah, that's the thing. The mummy transforms from gnarly mummy to a human much like shrek transforms from a gnarly orc to human there is actually despite the story being so all over the place there are a a couple of like being true to yourself narratives you've got o'connell with his bajai thing even though i'm still not convinced i know exactly what that plot is but it is like you know it's in his past and he's like i'm not my past anymore that's the only thing i did understand is like it's like something in his past he doesn't want to talk about and then eventually yeah. He, like, kills a scorpion king, and that's his destiny, right? Yeah. Something along those lines. Um, oh, I missed that completely, <laughs> so... <laughs> I don't e- I'm saying this with, like, not enough confidence that I'm actually convinced O'Connell killed the scorpion king, because I yeah. feel like at that point I was so over it that I'm not entirely sure if, if he actually did. But, um... So you have that. You've got Evie and her... Uh, her past life... Which is so stupid, but I yeah. guess that's also like her, her like her true self. We'll give it that. It's not transformation, but it's like be true to yourself. Mm, yeah. You're actually Queen Nefertiti, and like we're gonna have to just accept that, even though it doesn't make any sense that you're throwing this into the, into the mix. Mm-hmm. And apart from that, for the kid, it's just like be as fucking dumb as you want. Yeah. Be your true self. The, be your king, true annoying the, self. The kid never actually has to um, learn anything because he's annoying from the start and he stays annoying. He's kind of like, again, much like with Indiana Jones. No, with Mummy, they watched Indiana <laughs> Jones and they were like, people like this Harrison Ford guy. You know what we should do? Put his like confidence and like on-screen charisma into a seven-year-old boy. Yeah. That will not get old super fast. 
Oh my god. I'm just thinking about like the amount of characters. Again, they did the thing where they just well, okay. Actually, let's rate rate grade this first and then move on to characters because yeah. I think we've done enough. And I feel like this deserves a mighty thirty six. I'm giving it twenty four because I should not have to watch two film like film twice <laughs> and not true. get it. If we look at it from a sequel perspective, especially. And um, yeah, sure, fine. I was playing Animal Crossing at the time, but I've been able to do it so well with other films and TV shows yeah. all the time where I, I, can, I, I, I can multitask. I've watched all 50 episodes of The Untamed while playing Animal Crossing, and I know exactly yeah. what happens to The Untamed. And yeah. that has a lot going on in it. That shit <laughs> is in... In, in... in Mandarin, exactly. Like, yeah. you know, The Mummy Returns is... In a language that I speak, um, it's not that it's not fifty episodes, and I could not tell you what happened really. <laughs> it's not fifty um, hours of melodrama. It's not fifty hours of melodrama, except for if you're you and, and you have to watch it multiple times to understand it. <laughs> but that in True. itself shows the issue with it. Um, so to move on to the second category, characters. Wait, I what feel was the like final grade? Thirty. Okay. Sorry, 30. See, I said that in my head and I didn't say it in real life. <laughs> Characters, Characters. Um, somehow backslid from last week's episode. Yeah. Because I wasn't feeling Jonathan. Jonathan was absolutely nothing in this movie. Oh, I almost said it during the story part, but I was like, who gives a shit? It belongs to every category because it's so dumb. And it shows how well, like, if you have tense action sequences that you kind of want to break with humor, how it can be done well, I think, is with Shrek. They they utilize, like, action scenes and comedy pretty well. Yeah. Yeah, but really this, well. Like, one of the only things I remember from the, like, final big action set piece against the Scorpion King and everything, there's, like, this really weird long conversation between O'Connell who's in the middle of a fight and Jonathan yeah. and Alex the boy yeah and like O'Connell throws a stick to Jonathan and then yeah. they have this like super long conversation about like how Jonathan doesn't realize that the stick is actually a spear yeah. And then O'Connell tries to mime like multiple times, like, you have to pull it for it to be a spear. And then Jonathan is like the dumbest person I've seen in the, like, on screen ever. And it's like, it's like written in a dumb way where it's like, like, Jonathan is not actually, it's just a caricature of Jonathan. It's what they yeah. think the audience likes about Jonathan, is him being like absolutely just like not understanding anything what's going on ever and just exactly. thinking about gold. Because he's just like, wait, this stick? A spear? How could it be? We're fighting mm. mummies, but this stick? A spear? No. It's so... He became such a stupid character. He's I so I don't like stupid. Jonathan anymore. And I wanted to like him in the first one. And now I feel like he's backslid into from Donkey to one of the fairy tale creatures. Because he is just not compelling enough for me to, to give him the Donkey title. You know, he's Pinocchio now. He is Pinocchio. He's exact. That's exactly it. He's Pinocchio. And he Pinocchio on, is kind of like, head. yeah, Pinocchio is as like a character, like kind of meant to be annoying in that way. Yeah. Because he's the exactly. only one who's like so willfully ignorant and so like, I don't know. 
but it's part yeah, exactly. part, part of the character but it's not part of jonathan because we already have a previous film establishing him as like somehow decent human being exactly also i was so unconvinced that he was straight they had the whole sequence <laughs> oh my god <laughs> like, i was like he has a big I was like, gay uncle energy yeah like i was honestly just like what are you trying to do like what are you who are you trying to convince a crime because you're not convincing me <laughs> <laughs> the humanity yeah that's hollywood baby um, they didn't so need that at all they could have just no. like not given us anything like to tell like anything that would underline his sexuality scene. yeah it was such an unnecessary scene the entire girl was unnecessary she was just there to be to, kicked out to, to be kicked out exactly um did so jonathan is no longer donkey demoted no donk- yeah See, dynamics-wise, the kid's almost donkey, but, like, he's too annoying to be donkey. Because I yeah. love donkey. And I hate that Exactly. Because <laughs> donkey doesn't try to be, like... Donkey doesn't... I don't know. He's not Alex. He, he, doesn't, he does the exact opposite of what Alex does in this film. He does. Like, I don't he know. Does. He's so... I don't know. Like, who the fuck wrote this boy? Who are the... Fuck the who the fuck wrote this entire film is the real question. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Um. But uh, he is like the most donkey esque. In the. I think we're gonna give him the. Yeah, he's donkey by proxy because he's part of the trio. Donkey's mm-hmm. been demoted, so he is donkey because he needs to be saved occasionally. Yeah. And he's. I don't know. We'll See, give it to I, him, but yeah. not with, not with, not with happiness. No, 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 no. We're doing this like against our will. Exactly. We're being held hostages in like in a in an yield Egyptian tomb, and we're Much being like told Alex that was. Alex is the donkey of this film. But he's exactly. Not. He's not. Was Ardeth categorized when we uh, did him last week? Did uh, looked at him last week? I don't think we cast him as anything because he was so, like, in such a small role in the first film. Yeah. He he stole my heart, this movie. <laughs> he's, he's, he is, like, one of the... He's the only shining light. Let's put it that way. He was the only shining light, exactly. Because um, my argument was going to be he is um, Puss in Boots. Oh, yeah. Because he, you know, he's there in the sequel and he's, like... I am now a super important character and everyone loves him for that. And he yeah. has that kind of like suaveness in the same yeah. way. And the kind of like, and I guess he used to, he didn't try to assassinate any, like, uh, like O'Connell and Evie, but he was like, seen as a bad guy the last yeah. film. And now this and film, he's, he's like super great. Kind of like, he like much like Puss in Boots, he, he comes from the outside and then suddenly he's the most competent person in the group. Yeah. Exactly, for sure. So you know. So yeah, that's that's my, that's that's, my that's, artist, that's a good argument. cast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like we have to address the the Evie O'Connell situation because, like, I'm like, yeah, they are Fiona and Shrek, but are they really? At least not to the degree that in the previous film. I feel like a lot of this movie was like it's not to the degree in the previous film because they thought like, mm-hmm. oh, we've established these characters, we don't need to do anything more with them except for kind of like build on what what we got 
But I think we flagged this up in the last one. They didn't really do a great job at establishing a lot of the characters no. in the last film either. They just kept going with that kind of flatness and just threw them into situations, but had them all react so the same that there was no distinct like flavor between all the characters. Yeah, they're all so smart. Kind of like they're all like such like smart asses, and like they always have like a comeback, and they have like witty one-liners that they can throw, and it works exactly. for like. If you have your, like, Han Solo or, like, well, these are both Harrison Ford characters, but, like, Indiana Jones, it works because <laughs> there's just fucking one of them. But then you have, like, four yeah. in the same group. It gets yeah. very tiring. Exactly. That was kind of the, the, the annoying thing is that it's just, like, you did not actually make any distinctions, so they all just become kind of boring. Yeah. The only distinct one is Ardeth because he's meant to be, like, you know... The stoic, you know, guy. Protector of a... Yeah. Something. So he doesn't do that, which makes him so much more separate from the rest. Yeah. So I agree that, like, yeah, they're Shrek and Fiona, but only because we have to. (gasps) Oh, actually, no. There's one good scene. Like, a really sweet scene (laughs) between Evie and Uh O'Connell. And it's when they have entered the final place, which is the Oasis jungle thing Uh and they are about to go uh, fighting i don't know why and who (laughs) at this point (laughs) but um they have to use guns and then o'connell like clearly they are like a couple that's like surrounded by other people and they're just like trying to keep like tone it down and maybe they don't want to face the facts that they could die and they Mm -hmm. have this like moment where o'connell like very tenderly and like shyly guides Evie on how to use a gun and then mm-hmm. Evie just like it's like it's clear like we're not talking about the gun here like this is just uh-huh. us like coming into terms with the situation but we're like talking about how like shooting and how to do that I miss this entire scene oh but it's that's like <laughs> that's one of the I have that scene and then the it's a spear those are the two uh-huh. things that I can m- remember with vivid clarity. Uh huh. Uh huh. But that's yeah. a very sweet scene, and that there I was like, this has like some of that like Fiona Shrek dynamic, which you wish the whole film had been like that. But then it's kind of like that's the only scene they actually properly like utilize them being a married couple. Yeah. Yeah. Which is just a shame. Yeah, I mean, I guess yeah, because like the way Shrek two u- utilizes the the married married couple, and kind of uses like also the the marital conflicts and things so well to its advantage, and this one doesn't do anything except yeah. for that. So that's sweet. Like again, I feel like it's again you know Fiona and Shrek because we have to. But, but yeah, to a lesser hey, degree. Stephen Summers do better. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, oh, we have Imhotep and Anxunamun. Yeah. The same, the, 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 except like this time the Anxunamun is actually a character because wasn't like in the previous film, wasn't she more like, yeah, she was just like, we saw her in like flashbacks and stuff. And again, this time, this time it seemed like no issue whatsoever. Which seemed to be a common theme. Like, they were like, we'll do the first movie and then more. Here we have this girl who looks exactly like her. 
and suddenly she's being resurrected into her body. Maybe there was something. Because yeah. I was thinking for a second, there's actually like um, a scene in the beginning where they are trying, where they're like um, dig on the digging site and they're digging up the emotep. Uh-huh. And then they have like this dialogue between the girl who looks like Anksuna Moon but is not yet Anksuna Moon mm-hmm. and Lokna, who's the um other cult member besides the old guy. Mm-hmm. And they have like a small conversation where it's like what well, they both have like the book of life and the book of death and yeah. they're like well, well, the book of life, the book of death gives you life, and the book of life takes your life. And then I, I already thinking that they are the like that she's already the like m- mummy lady. I didn't realize yeah. that she wasn't that she was still like someone else apparently. And then oh. the like other man turns around when she says that takes your life, and then the man turns around and it's kind of like, well, isn't that my job? And I'm like thinking like, is oh, he yeah. a newbies? I was thinking, like, is he Anubis, like, reincarnate? Uh-huh. And I was like, for a second, I was intrigued. But I don't yeah. know what, what, why he made the comment. Is it just, like, because he's part of the cult, he just kills people? Is that the joke? I don't know. I literally do not know, Rita. I don't know. You, you like, I know scenes, and I don't know why the scenes are. Because <laughs> he dies. He kills... No. Wait. The man dies, but does he come back? I don't think so. So he's not all Anubis. and come back. It's 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 a weirdly complicated movie. Um. Mm. Anyway, uh, as for other characters, Imhotep again, Lord Farquaad, because he's just evil. But is he really? Mari, listen to your heart. Is he Farquaad? I don't think he is. This story even I made last week. I know. I was like, I'm not sure if he is. And you were like, yeah, he is. And now I feel well, like he's more. Sides. He was more, I feel like, in Mummy 1. What's your argument for Mummy 2? I don't know, because he doesn't really... What does he want? I don't know. Don't ask me that. <laughs> <laughs> like, Again, he has the whole, like... like Okay, well, okay, I, I think there is, like, he wants to take over the world. I'm not sure how uh-huh. Scorpion King, like, get, like, fits into this, but okay, okay. Me neither. Scorpion King do the take over mm. the world thing. He's still kind Let's of... Let's say he he's far He kill one. them when he's the, when he's, when they're in the airship. Yeah. Okay. He's far quad. He's far quad. And yeah, he the gets the girl. King. Yeah. I it's feel no like the Scorpion one. King is more like the the executioner, because he, yeah. he doesn't do anything but kill. Like he doesn't he doesn't have any like he's just a monster essentially. Yeah, he's just like he doesn't he, have any purpose. Yeah, he's just he just death. like kills. Yeah. So I feel like he's like Farquaad's executioner. Yeah. That's that's a yeah that's a good read honestly. Yeah. Um. Can we rate? Uh, I'm so tired. Yeah. Of talking about this plot. It's so, like, it's just... I think I will have to watch it, like, one more time in the, like, distant future. Because I just want to know what happens. So, um, based off of the fact that we backslid from last week, I'm going to go with 24. Going to go with 20. Oof. Oh, my God. Yeah. King... Sorry. All for Ardeth. Sorry? It was all for Ardeth. 
Ardeth He's puss in boots like otherwise he would have been ten. He was so he he well. brought it up a little bit. Why did they leave him in the desert? That made no sense to me. Like just like they, <laughs> they were like, Well, bye. Have fun in the desert. Ugh. Anyway. And it was also like fun thing to watch because like when when he's in there, he he's like in the middle of this like untouched desert that they've just like escaped and somehow the yeah. like temple has sunk down and you can see so many hoof prints around the horse like <laughs> ridiculously many and it's just clear <laughs> they have taken this shot like either they've taken the shot once but the horse was just fucking restless and they had to wait forever for the shot to be able to like to be able to be taken or they have taken it 100 times and it's not so like untouched like dunes anymore it's just like <laughs> hoof prints everywhere that's so silly (laughs) (laughs) um speaking of setting let's let's move on to setting um they did more we had england this time with them we had england we had the british museum we had like two tombs or like one Mm -hmm. and one tomb we had cairo cairo the canyon the oasis like we they tr- they were more dynamic, and I have to give that to them. And that's the only thing I yeah. would give to them. <laughs> I love how, like, we have, like, one outdoor scene in England. And it's like, how do we make this clear that it's in England? Hey, let's have them drive in on- onto the scene with a double-decker. <laughs> I forgot about that. Just, like, <laughs> we get it. You're very in England. Nose. Yeah, they're like, we're in, we're in England. Now you know, because we're on a double-decker. The, the buses have two floors. <laughs> two floor buses. <laughs> Which the fault in the setting is that they didn't spend yeah. any time anywhere, except for, again, the last tomb, the Oasis tomb. Yeah, it's like we get more scenes, but we still have the fucking tomb. And you can make tombs fun and dynamic and like make them work for the script yeah. and the story. That's the other thing. They didn't do it. It's just... It's the same... Like, I still have the same... um, What's the word? It's not a compliment. Critique. (laughs) I still have the The same critique uh, that I had with the last film. It's like, you have all these sets. Why don't you utilize them? Like... like, It's just empty space. Yeah, and again, I felt the same thing of, like, you're doing something set in Egypt, but you somehow don't make it feel like Egypt, really. Like, you somehow yeah. manage to make it kind of like this could be anywhere, but we're, you, you're, we're kind of just using the backdrop, but we're not yeah. using the location. And it's mm-hmm. weird, because I guess if they do do, like, you know, it, it is about, like, ancient Egypt. Like, but still, it feels like it's missing something. Probably, like, a heart. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, I think it would help. I don't know if the person who wrote the script was actually super interested in Egyptian mythology, for one. Because I feel like it's very surface level. Like, we get Anubis. I'm like, well, kudos. You got one god, right? Yeah, exactly. But they have, like, billions, so. Yeah, exactly. And even that's, like, a weird, like, Anubis army. Which I'm like, I want to check that on the books. Does In the uh-huh. Egyptian mythology, does Anubis have an army of smaller Anubai? <laughs> <laughs> I want those answers. Yeah. 
Oh my goodness. Can we just like look at the grades we gave last week? Do you have them somewhere? And just like yeah, give two percent more for the like changing of locale. That's a perfect way to do it. It was forty last time, and we're doing making it forty-two. Forty-two, yeah, because it's yeah, the same, fine. but this time we have more places to go to. Exactly. Moving <sighs> on to soundtrack, I feel by like soundtrack... Alan Silvestri. Yeah, soundtrack didn't change for me. Soundtrack was the exact same it was. Exact same. Can we grade that the yeah. same as well? <laughs> it was. It was thirty. <laughs> it's the same. Like I, I took this film. And I was like, this is going to be a fun exercise to see. Because, like, Shrek 1 and Shrek 2 are, like, two d- very different pieces of cinema. Yeah. That's fun to see, to watch, like, yeah. another franchise and see how it could differ between mm-hmm. 1 and the 2. But I did not take it into consideration that they are the exact same film. Yep, you're right. You're 100% right. Um, again, I think we, we have all even... learned from Shrek 1 and 2. Yeah. So what's the score for uh, soundtrack? 30. So we're going to keep it as 30. Yeah. I think we have even less of a moral this time. The moral seems to be love your kid because you have to, not because you want to. Because <laughs> we don't have like the stealing thing or like don't poke your nose where it doesn't belong. I, it, they definitely like they definitely ha- are less criminal. And more driven by actual motive um, mm. to get them around, I'd argue. But also, they are the people, like Evie and O'Connell and Alex are the people who take out the scorpion bracelet at the beginning. They are the oh, people who decide God, to bring it right. up. Yeah, you're right. They literally do the exact same thing. They bring it to their home in merry old London. Yeah, and you're right. They start back. the whole thing. I take it Oh, back. and there's Again, a line. Like... Um, mm-hmm. Ardeth says, because he's the only valid character, he has a line of dialogue where he's like, well, because your dumb fucking son put the bracelet into his arm, he has basically <laughs> started a process which will end up in the like entire world being destroyed in seven days. So good luck. And then, and then, and then. He says something like, we have to, like, fix it and da 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 And O'Connell has the fucking nerve to say, we? We? What do you mean we have the, like... I'm like, um, excuse me, ma'am, 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 It's your ma'am, son! It's your son! <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, you, they, they only, lo- they don't seem to like their son a lot. <laughs> <laughs> They'd rather watch the world Which... crash and burn with him in it. <laughs> Which is a direct um, conflict with, with Shrek, where it's like, oh, we this is about love and cherishing. And mm-hmm. here they're like, oh, I guess we'll go save our only child. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. I guess it'll t- destroy the world. But my God, what a fucking convenience. Our annoying offspring has is about to destroy the entire world by being just, like, a little bit too curious. Uh-huh. Which we are to be blamed, 100%. <laughs> yeah. So, I feel like the moral... <sighs> and I'm, like, I was thinking, like, they don't even pay anything for it. Then I was like, okay, wait, Evie dies. But no, wait, she doesn't die. She comes back alive. Exactly. So they don't pay anything for starting 
the end of the world. Like they don't have they. It don't would have made more really sense suffer. if Evie had stayed dead. Then they were like, yeah. oh shit, wait, there's action, there's consequences to our consequences. Actions. When will these freaking freaks learn that their actions yeah. have consequences? They don't. They should have killed off a kid. No, they yeah. Shouldn't. That's right. Oh. <laughs> Evie, <laughs> Evie would have been a fine, like tribute. Uh huh. Exactly. Because O'Connell having good. to leave alone with the boy as well would have been a punishment. <laughs> <laughs> they would have truly learned. I would have loved like a Mummy Three, where it was like this, this really gritty, where like you know O'Connell has completely lost any of like the light he had, and like he has he has, he's like not dealing well with his son because he's like oh you're the reason my wife's dead yeah and then they have like this massive have conflict you seen and have to learn how to be be like friends yeah have you seen Hunt for the Wilder People um the I Taika Waititi seen... film. I've seen three quarters and never watched the end. Okay, well, I'm imagining that Mommy 3 would be that, but it would be less cute because it wasn't his, like, um, stepfather or, like, yeah. foster father, but it would be his real father who would really yeah. go live in the woods to be with yeah. the son. <laughs> exactly. So it would, it would lack the whimsy that's in exactly. the actual Hunt for the Wilder People. <laughs> I don't know why I haven't seen the ending. Like, I've seen everything but the ending. I just don't know how anything resolves. It's so silly. Um, you should watch it. I should. Um, so I'm gonna so we don't moral. have a moral. I think we're pretty, like, okay to say we don't have a moral. Because the moral is not, like, don't kill. Because everyone kills. Yeah. So are we saying that... Wait, have we given a zero before? I feel like we've given something very bad for Avatar. Can't just give zero. Oh, zero. Honestly. Let's just zero. give a fucking zero for this. Zero. I wonder if it's going to be worse than Avatar. I don't think New so. New worst film. Yeah, because setting still had a higher higher grade. Yeah. So the last studio lore. I want to discuss the studio lore. So Brendan Fraser almost died for this. No, I think it was the last one. I thought it uh, was Mummy Three too. I don't know. Oh wait, you're right. I Mummy only... Three. Sorry, you're right. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. That's where his, like, vocal cords got destroyed and he had, like, knee injuries that he had to get surgery for and all that stuff. Thank God, because it would have somehow been worse if he'd had to die for this, because this movie... Mari, we haven't seen Mummy 3. I don't think we're going to either. It could be worse than this. (laughs) Uh, We'll never know. Well, well, that's the thing, because, like, in this one, Rachel Weisz was still in the movie. In the third yeah. one, she was like, the script is so bad. I'm watching this, I was already just like, well, why did you, how bad is the third one that you thought this one was still worth Yeah, that, that this was still doable. Yeah. Um, this is like just studio lore comparison. Shrek 2 was very well received critically and in the box office. Because it is a yeah. good film. There's a reason why we do this podcast. Yeah. And um, Mummy 2, less so. It made, <laughs> it did, like, get good box office numbers. But yeah, critically, people good. were like, where's the soul? Yeah. Where's all the fun stuff that happened in the first one? Yeah. I feel like um, looking at, like, the critical reception, the audience gave quite high. Not mm-hmm. super high. But critics were just like, no. Nah. Nah-huh. Yeah. 
And I feel like that makes sense for these kind of like blockbustery like movies. Because part of the charm is also the love for the first one. Yeah. Like, but my God, I wouldn't know how to react watching this in the cinema and then having to like go about my day and like. Yeah. Because, yeah, like. No. Oh, that that would be like if you really liked the first film, and if I if I'd seen it when I was younger, I would probably love the film. Um, I would have liked the I, first one. Yeah, like I, I mean, do the first one. I have a soft spot for the first one. It is a it is a good watch. It's a fun time. Yeah. It's enjoyable. Yeah. It is a good blockbuster adventure movie. Mm-hmm. But like. Even if the only that's what even if you like you're only hoping for a good blockbuster movie, this is a still a big old disappointment. Um, The Rock got an award for worst supporting actor, <gasps> like, and I feel like that's so mean. That's so mean because he didn't. It's he so couldn't mean. be a supporting actor because he didn't have a fucking role in the film. Thing. Exactly. I'm just looking at that. I'm just like that's just mean. It was, it was ugly like, CGI. Was the CGI was bad, but that's not his fault. Yeah. This is this feels like slander. I wanna, yeah. I want to reinstate the Rock's name for this. Uh, he's made a you know he's made a good name for himself now. Yeah. No, I was gonna it, say like, like this movie. <laughs> I was gonna say like let's make this the hill we die on because we know <laughs> that poor, poor guy has had a rough 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 couple <laughs> of years now after yeah. the mummy two. <laughs> Who knows what he's up to these days. Yeah. Apart from that, there doesn't seem to be a lot of, like, info on the actual, like, production. Yeah, no. Which is surprising. Because, like, Mummy 1 and Mummy 3 are such, like, apparent, like, hellholes of production. (laughs) So that (laughs) makes me think, like, was making this film either so terrible that they, like, all of them had, like, like, ironclad NDAs where they could not, like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> say anything to anyone or did they learn from the first film and this set was in fact perfect uh-huh. and then they all forgot it for the third film yeah um yeah i feel like it helps that a lot of this felt quite like set like like no not a lot was actually on the in the desert right yeah no no um, it was very studio based except yep. for a couple of shots so I feel like that actually did them well. So maybe they shot the, the whole film indoors. Thing. Yeah. 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 No Scorpios, fighting crew members. No. No one is being airlifted out of making, set. Yeah. No Scorpions were ma- harmed in the making of this movie. But apart from that, there what was if something made in two thousand one? There doesn't isn't seem to be a lot to compare to Shrek to, considering Shrek no. two thousand one. Two thousand one, except like um. Shrek is 3D CGI animation and it's still it might not look like the best but it still holds like holds up it's not like disgusting to watch but Mommy mm-hmm. Returns no boy no 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 oh shit the rock won over um over Lord Farquaad for best uh, villain in the Teen Choice Awards <laughs> the other one is a character the other one is an npc honestly that's fucking wild like the rock barely felt as like the the villain 
Oh my god, he's not the real villain of the film. He's like an accessory to the main villain, which it's is so very funny. shoddily established as well, but Emotep. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Ugh. That feels that feels undisturbing. Wait, who's the guy who played Farquaad? Um, John Lithgow. Yeah. He was done dirty. He, I apologize. John Lithgow was done dirty. He really was. So that's surprising. Um, mm. But yeah, there's very little that I was able to, like, scour about Steel yeah. Lore. Yeah. But I think so, maybe you know. that's a blessing, because last time it was so bad. That's true. Do we want to grade? Yeah. I don't know how to grade this. This is a, a pickle. Um, just, yeah. You still a lot of people um, play nationalities that they weren't from, so, you know, that's something. That's Shark That's like. something, yeah. Same as, same as last week. Um, I feel like a 32 just because it's like they made a movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it, that seems like a good... I'm going to give it a 32 for they made a movie too. <laughs> um, anyway, that's... I was going to say that's our show, lads. It's not our show. We still think of the great. Um, shall I... Shall I, you, yeah, can you tell a story while... While I calculate this? Why would I tell a story when I could edit this out? I have the final score. <laughs> what would you rather have? The, the next movie or the final score? No, I'll give you the final score first. Give me the final score. Uh, the final score is 26. Meaning it Better is the Better than Avatar. Sorry, it's the third worst movie we've done so much. So it's far. no rough night. It's no rough night. And let me tell you, nothing will ever be like rough night. I hope nothing will ever be like Rough Night, otherwise Hollywood owes me so much money for yeah. just, like, <laughs> time wasted. <laughs> Personal um, check, so please. So the final score is 26. Um, and next week we have another movie. <gasps> what it's film too... are we watching? I don't like your smile. It's too <laughs> mischievous. I have talked about wanting to watch this movie for the past... I want to say three months. Maybe oh, God. Again. We were, we were going to watch this movie with our friend. Or I was trying to make you guys watch this movie with oh, our friend. Can I guess? Yeah, you can guess. The Prestige. It's The Prestige! <laughs> <laughs> A little backstory. The Prestige was my favorite movie when I was 13. And I have no idea how it holds up. I love that movie. I was like, this is the height of cinema. I don't oh, think... Oh, I was there, I, too. I don't think it still will be. <laughs> but I want it to be. I want it to still, like, amaze me. Um, so we'll be watching The Prestige next week. I'm very excited. This is actually... Yeah. Uh, oof. Because I think I've, like, kind of forgotten what happens at the end. So it could be, like, a That's fun, like... That's the only part I remember. <laughs> I know. I just remember... I just remember the, like, weird yard with the ground light bulbs. That's all I remember from this. I don't even know what you could talk Because they have, like, the Tesla that. stuff. No, not Nikola Tesla stuff. Yeah. Play by David And there's, there was, like, weird that they was they were able to put light bulbs into the ground and they light up because of electricity. Oh. I don't know. Yeah. That's, I, that's, not, that's the only lot, thing I Rita, remember. you prepare to be a base. There's a lot more to this plot. There is so much. <laughs> it's such a weird thing where, like, I had such a face. I read the book. Like, there's... <laughs> Oh, there's, my, a, there's a book? To my, there's a, exactly, there's a book. It's not a good book. The book's actually worse than the movie, <laughs> which is surprising. Which one came first? 
the book. Okay. So, you know, let's see how that goes. Very exciting. Um, uh, it won't be rest? a mummy, mummy, mummy too, which I'm glad about. God. I apologize, Mari, that I made us watch this. <laughs> well, I was gonna do. See, I was gonna do the mummy, the tomb of the tra- dragon emperor. Yeah. Um, and then I watched the mummy returns, and I was like, no, we're I don't want to go here anymore. We're yeah. not gonna do. We're not gonna do this anymore. I'm tired of nee. this bullshit. I love Brendan Fraser, but not in this context. We need so to watch George of the Jungle at one point. Oh, that'd be so Because that's, 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 that's good content. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Prestige next week. Thank you for listening to another episode of Swamp It Up. If you got this far, you might as well um, go to our Spotify and subscribe or our iTunes and say hello in the comments. Maybe rate it on iTunes. Maybe rate it on iTunes. Maybe go to our Instagram, Swamp It Up Podcast, and like the first picture you see. Maybe, and this is wild, I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm, I'm, maybe share a link on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, if you want to do that. That's Ooh. a new one. Why don't you think I said the do that. Yeah. yeah, just like share a link on Twitter. Do whatever um, you want to do. Exactly. And on that note, um, thanks so much for listening. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.